Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Marla Martinson, matchmaker, transformational life coach, tarot reader, energy healer, and today we're talking all about love. And I want to start by reading a passage from Louise Hayes' Heart Thoughts, The Treasury of Inner Wisdom. And it says, our spiritual growth often comes to us in ways that we don't quite expect. I open new doors to life. You are standing in the corridor of life and behind you, so many doors have closed. Things you no longer do or say or think, experiences you no longer have. Ahead of you is an unending corridor of doors, each one opening to a new experience. As you move forward, see yourself opening various doors on wonderful experiences that you would like to have. Trust that your inner guide is leading you and guiding you in ways that are best for you and that your spiritual growth is continuously expanding. No matter which door opens or which door closes, you are always safe. You are eternal. You will go on forever from experience to experience. See yourself opening doors to joy, peace, healing, prosperity, and love. Doors to understanding, compassion, and forgiveness. Doors to freedom. Doors to self-worth and self-esteem. Doors to self-love, it's all here before you. Which door will you open first? Remember, you are safe. It's only change. So I'm just doing a short podcast today um, talking about the power of love. So I'm going to pull a card for us and talk about love because what is going on in the world right now? The energies are so harsh. People are seemingly, you know, they're losing friends, relationships, jobs, homes that may have had to move from different cities. And so the, um, the galactic guides want to tell us, I pulled this beautiful card from the Starseed Oracle, and we've got Earth Pulsing. Pulse of the mother, slow down, and time in nature. So after this podcast, actually, I'm going into the forest, and I'm going to be spending time in in nature, getting some grounding, getting some um, of those wonderful negative ions, right, coming into my body, my cells, breathing it in, leaning up against a tree. Um, You know, there's certain stresses that come in. And so we want to remember to slow down, spend that time in nature. That is um, beautiful self-love. And then it's creating a new earth. It's earth. It's happening. And just keep holding that vision for um, the new um, things that are coming into your life, the new opportunities, the new ways of looking at things and being things. And then the activated earth comes in. So what the message is from the 
galactic guides are all about the earth and grounding and loving it and taking care of it and taking care of yourself. It says trust where you're led. And so I have a, uh, an exciting guest today to talk about love, and his name is Juan Lee. And he has seen, had seen the message of love made so difficult that it's confusing. But he remu- removes the confusion by making it very simple. He personalizes religions and made the message of love universal. He finds the things that people have in common instead of looking for the things that divide. Juan Lee is an author and teacher on the powerful principle of love. For over 30 years, he studied organized religion to find the elements that unite humanity and share the message with those who need it. Raised in the Christian church, Juan has turned to teachings about love over the years to find strength, understanding, and hope. So I'm going to bring him on. Welcome, Juan. Hello. How are you? Hi. Thanks for joining me. Well, thank you. I'm so glad we were able to connect. Yes, we got a little uh, snafu there, but then we connected, and you've got a beautiful book called Love Made Simple. And just tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you came to this juncture in your life now to teach all about love and and uh, kind of, you know, combine the beautiful um, Christianity and uh, religion that, you know, has that thread through it in your teachings yeah yeah i um can you hear me i can yes all right hello i uh okay yeah. perfect. can you hear me now that's good that's good yes perfect oh, all right yeah i i i basically started this journey um i don't know probably 10 years ago 15 years ago in the sense of getting to the point where um Religion was confusing, the message of love. And I I just couldn't see how the message of love was compartmentalized or segregated. Mm-hmm. And, and so I went on a journey to basically neutralize religion and allow love to be universal. And mm-hmm. everywhere I everywhere I turned, it seemed as though it continued to reconfirm um, the fact that love is universal. It, it it's mm-hmm. just not meant for one segment part of society or any one religion. It's just that love is something bigger than any one. And so right. um, I just saw love as being this, this system that we all need to be a part of for humanity. It connects us together. No matter mm-hmm. where we are, who we are, love connects us all together because that's the system that we need to protect and preserve humanity. Okay, absolutely. And and I, I like that because many religions, it seems like it's so uh, divided, you know, like this religion, we're the only ones who are right, we're the only ones you can get to heaven, or instead of um, connecting it all and through love. 
Yeah. And and the thing that I like to really focus on is that I don't what you believe and how you believe something mm-hmm. is totally up to you. Mm-hmm. But what but right. what I like to deal with is from birth to death. It's that thing where we all have in common. It's called humanity. It's yeah. in that space that love is meant to connect us. And so as we all transition through this place, this this temporary experience called life, love is the system that connects us so that we can protect and preserve humanity. It, it's just that simple. And it's clearly to understand that we need one another to be able to um, exist and to function in this experience called life. Mm. Yeah, and now uh, people are so divided with politics and with uh, the coronavirus and all of these ideas and things that people have about things. It it seems like uh, we're more divided than ever and um, we need more to infuse more love. What would you say about that? How can people put some practices into into practice to um, see well, maybe their, you that, know, brother or sister in a different light that feels differently than they do. Well, see, that's just it. All it takes is an attitude adjustment. Mm-hmm. All love is is action based on attitude that, that, that basically form your perspective so that you can be more tolerant of one another so that we can break yeah. down these divides. So, so it's, it's, it's within us. It's, we have the capacity and the ability to exercise love if we only understood that it's an action that we need to put in place. And that action in many, place, in many cases is that ability to have tolerance. It's that ability mm-hmm. to have tolerance and to see that we all can have different perspectives, but we have to all have the same goal. And that is to protect and to preserve humanity because we have to, no matter what we expose ourselves or what we do in this life, this experience, this experience mm-hmm. is temporary. It has in the beginning and it has an ending, but humanity yeah. has, has something that's greater than us all. It was in the past. It's in the present. And we have the ability to influence it into the future. And so that's what yeah. we have to maintain and to understand that that's our purpose. That's all of our purpose is to maintain, is to sustain, and to protect humanity. And we do it with our special uniquenesses. Instead of seeing our differences as being dividing mechanisms, these are, di- these are things that make us better together. When we bring mm-hmm. our uniquenesses together, Humanity becomes the benefactor. We're all better when we bring our uniquenesses together and really begin to see um, how I fit and how you fit and how we fit together to aid and assist humanity. Yes, like a beautiful tapestry. Everybody doesn't need to be the same. We bring in, I love that, bringing in our own uniqueness. It, it, it's yeah. exactly what if we were created to be is one of a part of a bigger picture and not us separated separated and divided. 
some, see the, the three components that I talk about, the characteristics of love, is, is it's a chameleon. Love is a chameleon. Mm-hmm. It basically adapts to any situation for the purpose of success mm-hmm. for the whole. That's that yeah. chameleon. It really, it really falls into place where it fits. And then it's right. that it's a conduit. It connects us one to another so that we can begin to feel and benefit the, 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 the gifts of one another without any hidden agenda. And then thirdly, yeah, there's a, love is a choice. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, love is a choice. And the final okay. one is love is a choice, meaning that no one mm-hmm. can stop you from exercising love for your brother for your sister, for one yeah. another. No one can stop yeah. that. And there's a lot of, you know, there's conditional love. So we want to talk a little bit about conditional and unconditional love because um, I think that's an important point. Well, see, see, I think that the very difference here is, is that if there's a condition to love, it's not love because love is unconditional. If you're if if there is some kind of component or um, something that is causing you or fit because see love is a giving and that's not have that's without any um, conditions to it if it's not if it's if it's not if it has conditions associated with it it's not love and I think that's where we confuse when we begin to say if we're exercising it or not. Now, there are two types of love, and love is generated based on your motivation. Now, you can have selfish love, which is I'm motivated for self-interest, but the love that we're talking about and that I'm referring to is that the love that is selfless and that it has others in its best interest. We, we, we act on behalf of others in their best interest. And that's what it is to be a part of humanity. It's about giving, not worrying about what's in it for me, because in and, in and of itself, we are a part of humanity. So it's, in, it's inevitable that if I'm giving into humanity, I'm giving into my own existence. Yeah, it's that agape love, you know, that, that's a love, love for humanity. Yeah, yeah, love for humanity. And um and tell me about so you're an Air Force veteran. Mm-hmm. And what did that, you know, tell a little bit about that, about how that what um um <laughs> you know, that story interwoven there okay. about love and what you found out. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Well, well, see, this is this is where I really begin to find and understand that love is about an action. And until we realize that it requires an action, we can't see that love is really a system. And it's a system for humanity. And that action is what we are looking for to identify. That's why earlier when we were talking about how can people administer, how can we, how can we apply love, is we apply mm-hmm. them through attitudes. And these attitudes, are the things that I learned in the military. See, there, there are seven attitudes to love. And the very first one, and that's one I really, it really, it really comes alive when you're in the military, because the very first attitude that you need to apply 
in the military is the attitude of sacrifice. Because if you're not willing to sacrifice, I mean fully sacrifice, then you're not in it for you're not in it for the right reason. You're you're there for some other reason because that's a part that's in that's innately in the military is your willingness to sacrifice your life. Your very existence is, is what it takes. And it's no difference for love. Because until we realize that it takes us giving of ourselves and sacrificing of ourselves, is that the attitude that we need to be able to administer this love for humanity? Because it's bigger than us. See, what the military showed me was, is, was that the, is national defense is bigger than any one person. Nobody can do it by themselves. We had a, we had a mission that was bigger than any one person. It was about, it was about sacrificing for the whole United States. It was mm-hmm. the sacrifice. That was our that that was ultimately our role was to sacrifice. If if it came to yeah. it, it was our sacrifice versus having to lose the, 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 the sovereignty of our country. And there's so many of us that have made that ultimate sacrifice for that very for that very reason. But the fact of the matter is, is that we live under that umbrella of their sacrifice. And yeah. every person who attempts to want to show love. See, that's where, that's where you really get to the point where it says there is no conditions in sacrifice. You don't get to the point where you get to lose your life and go, oh, no, I decided not to do it today. You, yeah. you don't get that option in love. There is no conditions to this. And that's the mindset or the mentality that I'm really trying to get across to people is, is that there is no conditional love. You might be doing something that you like doing, but when it gets to a point where you don't, where you have to sacrifice, that's when you really know it's love. And then, and then it's, it's when you look at the other side, though. So when, you know, the military, they're, they're there to, you know, protect us or go to war. So then the, where love comes in, but then they, they have to kill people or, or, you know, take over things or, or bomb or something. So it's interesting that you're, it's, you could say love and sacrifice for your country and everything, but then when you go do what you're, you know, there to do, it's, it's you know, it's and this is where it's really challenging. Loving, it's right? really a challenge. Yeah, isn't it? It's really challenging yes. in that regard. That's why, that's why it's imperative that when you're talking about systems, that you have the same goal in mind, okay? Mm. If, you, if, if, see, if, if you don't have the same goal in mind, that's why it's important to understand that when I say love, it's love for humanity. See, that breaks down mm-hmm. every divide that there could possibly ever be. Yeah. It doesn't matter what part of the country, the world, whatever. If you are your part of humanity, then love is to find that space that makes us agreeable. We can. It's it's how we come into an existence or an agreement over humanity. See, a human mm-hmm. in Russia and a human in China is no different than a human in the United States. Right, And when we begin to put those concepts to work and begin to reach out and, and expose ourselves and, and be humble enough to say that, look, you know, this, this takes it to a real global 
understanding. But we have to we have to make it very micro before we can get macro. Um, because we need to do it here in our neighborhoods, in our states, in our communities, in our, in our country. See, we're, we're not in agreement on what we want to love here in, in America, in the United States, because we have a difference of opinion. And when we, when we can't come to an agreement, it makes, see, love gets confusing now because, see, I can love to want to do you harm just as well as not do you harm or to want to care for you. And that's, that's the difference is when people talk about love, if, you know, whoa, whoa, what is it that you love? Why, what, what's your love motivation? What's the motivation for your love? Is it to do harm to me? Because you can love to want to do harm to me. But yeah. see, once we get to the point of understanding what it is that you love, see, and that's just in, that's just in how we interpret what it is that we're saying to one another. Because we use common words, but we don't use common understanding. And that's, that's yeah. where the difference comes in. See, in, in all of our com- conversations, we come to the conversation with some basically uh, uh, assumptions. And those assumptions, in many cases, aren't the same assumptions. See, we, 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 we have an interpretation, each and every one of us, as it relates to what does it mean to be equal in this country. Yeah. yeah. Everybody got their own interpretation of what that means. That's for sure. Everybody say, they say the same word, but it has a different meaning to it. And see, even if we go back to the Constitution, we can... We can we will repeat the Constitution until we pink and blue in the face. But the fact of the matter is, is that it don't mean the same thing to everybody. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry some people about are this. trying to rewrite certain. You know, that's okay. Yeah, it means different things to different people, and people are trying to rewrite certain things of it, and and you know, cancel some of it, and um, it's 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 uh, many many different well, I mean, facets you, there and opinions, well, but, but, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And see, and that's, that's the part that we talk about. We're talking at each other and not really hearing and understanding each other. See, yeah. when we say one nation, what are we mm-hmm. saying by that? Are we just saying it's just a word? It's just a cute thing to say? Or do we really expect all of us to come in agreement with this one nation? Yeah, it feels like it just it's just sounds, a word. It just sounds it's, good. It's glossed over. Yeah. Right. Sounds Yeah, it just yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Because it because yeah. that word requires work. Right. That means that yeah. the objective is to be united instead of what's best for me. You know, I mean I, I don't mean to bring politics in it, but it's so easy to bring politics into this. Oh, sure. well bring bring it in. <laughs> No, and the reason being is, is because each, each, each state has a representative in Congress. And when they come to Congress and they come in, they, they're going to go in what's in the best interest of their constituents. Right. And their constituents is just one-fiftieth of the whole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And so then they use that then to begin to institute this compromise to be able to de- determine where, where what's in the best interest of the nation as I take into consideration my constituents. See, and that, that's not the way that they're referring. They're referencing like, what am I, what's in it for me and my constituents? And if it's not, see, they're not looking at it as like, we've got to, to make, we've got to have an agreement. And so whether my constituents get what they want today, maybe they'll get it the next time, but it has to be in the whole, in the regards as to what's in the best interest of the whole. And that's not what's happening. They're like, oh, no, if you don't give me what I want, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to vote. We're not going to even have a vote. So I'm going to, right. 150th is going to hold the other 49 hostage. Yep. That's, yep. Something, that's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with that. Because if you can get what you, if your constituents can get what they want in addition to the whole getting what they need, the whole need, then that's what you do. You prepare according to the whole, not just for your constituents. And I get it. We have loyalty, but see, again, politics and how it's run, we've got a bad system that needs to be addressed in a way that has everybody's best interest in mind and not just those that have been there for 20 and 30 years. Yeah, or 40 if or 50 you know what years. I mean. It's crazy. And, if oh, you know yeah, what I mean. No, it's, it, yes, I know what you mean. And, and, and uh, the, the two-party system, it just doesn't work because it's just at, at each other's throats and they'll do it. You know, each side wants to do everything they can for only their side. I, I think we need more of a, like a tribal council like we had in the, the days of old where you'd have, you know, all these representatives of, of everything and sit together at a round table smoking a peace pipe or whatever, you know. <laughs> you know well, I mean, to be honest with, with you, everybody's I mean, interest. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be loyal to your party at the expense of the nation. Right. It's That's not something working. wrong it's, with it's, that. It's, it's, yeah, something wrong. There's no love in that. It's just like we're right, you're wrong, and I don't care, you know, to hear your side because yeah. you're Democrat or you're Republican or yeah, it's it's. But that's it's why terrible. if we can rally it around, icky. if we can, yeah, yeah. But if we can rally around love, if we can rally mm-hmm. around love and says, okay, what's in the best interest? And we can we can. It's very easy to lay love over top of our our, our system. And see it and uh, see its flaws, but we can get, we can mm-hmm. we can address it without without addressing it, so to speak, because each and every right. one of us has the ability and the capacity to love. And when we see things that are not loving, we have the ability to to respond. We have that ability, yep. and so we can then begin to influence and affect change in any area that doesn't have or, or facilitate that wholeness of a nation in just in the things that we do every day in our voting, in our, in our appeals, everything. We can, make a, we can make a statement one person at a time. That's the power. Do we want to represent the whole or do we want our own selfishness? See, again, back to the love part. We can love to do for ourselves, or we can love for the whole. 
and the whole is greater than any one part. Absolutely. That's and I think other, people turning off their the, television, the, the, the media is really pushing this divide, too, and, and, and having people at each other's throats and in fear. So, um, you know, what's the opposite of love is fear, right? Absolutely. As hate is yeah. that ability to do my own, to have it my way. Mm-hmm. And and here's the thing, and this is the very the very poignant thing that needs to be expressed, is that this experience that we're we're going through called life, it is only temporary. Yeah, yeah. It's temporary. So fast. And 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 here's my point though, but the value of it is eternal. Mm, it's how, it's that's what good. we do with it. It's what yeah. we do with it. It's how we invest it into humanity that will determine whether or not it makes the impact into the next generation that can make things better than it was before. So, so yeah. see, th- these are the things that we have to see the bigger picture. And, and, and through divisiveness and through being divided, we don't we can't we don't see the big picture. We don't see the big picture. Yeah. And as a no, result, no. it makes it very difficult. It makes it very difficult for us to make sound decisions that are relevant to humanity rather than our own selfish agenda. Absolutely. And and how okay, so now your wonderful book, how is that set up? So talk a little bit about the book and how, how uh, uh, Love Made Simple and how people can use that. Does it have actionable it, steps? It, what is it? Uh, what's in it? It, it has, it has it, it, one of the bigger things that it does, it has attitudes in it, that if you begin to exercise okay. and begin to put these attitudes in your life, you'll begin to demonstrate love in, in, in the lives of your, you and others, in your, in your sphere of influence. And how we mm-hmm. have it breaking down, I break it down into – Um, four different stages of life, teenagers, young adults, adults, and seniors. See, we're all here in this thing called life together. But at each stage, we have something that we can learn and to share with each other. And if we can begin to begin to institute those at every level, because one feeds into the other one. A teenager feeds into a young adult. And if we're prepared and we have all of the things necessary, we can be successful as a young adult and then move into becoming an adult, that then, then having the ability to influence another generation that's coming up behind them. But know that mm-hmm. and to begin to operate and to exercise those things, those loving attitudes and begin to allow people to see them. See, because this thing called love, when you see it, you it makes the difference because we're all looking at trying to figure this thing out. And yet we don't see any application and recognize and understand it because it's so vague. It's so abstract. But when we begin to put actions to it, it becomes real. And then people specifically our children begin to see something that they can emulate instead of trying to figure it out themselves. And that will take you a multitude of places. Yes. 
And how long? So, so it's. I love the cover too. It's beautiful. It's got these beautiful polished rocks on top of each other. And um, where have you always wanted to write? Is this your, you know, your first book? No, this is my first book. Um, writing has mm-hmm. is, was never something I ever wanted to do. I guess I, in my oh. in the book you'll hear you'll hear my story because I have a learning disability that oh. I did not. It was not. That was not diagnosed until I was 37 years old. Mm. So, and so, see, so anybody when, yeah, that's when if if you have that uh, that desire, it doesn't matter. You have to, you've got this. You did it because <laughs> so many people want to write a book. You know, so many people have yeah. things to share. Yeah, everybody has something yeah. to share. That's what this is all about. It's about right. our legacy, and that legacy we invested into humanity. That's what this mm-hmm. is all about. This is what this experience here is about. It's about yeah. an investment. As to, it's investing our uniqueness into this platform called life so that it can protect and preserve humanity for the next generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have I that, each and every one of us. We have a uniqueness. Instead of being a division, a division, it's supposed to be meant to make us stronger together. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Well, what a great message you're putting out! And um, so people can find your website at wanleetheauthor.com, and it's it's That's it. back at Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, and so everybody check out this book. It would what a great Christmas gift it would be, and. Um, one, I just want to uh, thank you for being on the Mystical Matchmaker podcast, and I wish you much luck with this uh, book and your endeavor I, to spread love uh, throughout the world. Any last uh, words yeah, for everybody? Yeah. Yeah, I would like to just tell you, everything that if anybody supports me, I'm actually going to be launching a coaching program here uh, probably by the early part of this year. You'll be able to find that also mm-hmm. on my website. And I will also, um, you can get the hardback book. All you can get is the ebook on my website right now. But you can go to the Amazon okay. or Barnes & Noble and get the hardback. And also let you know that I'm the founder and executive director of a new nonprofit called Clear Journey, where we provide um, financial education and attitudes for, for success for teenagers and young adults. So everything mm. that you do to support me comes and supports that nonprofit. And I'm looking for help, to be honest with you. I'm looking okay. for people who want to be a part of something greater than themselves and invest into humanity. So anyone who wants mm. to do something in that by participating and helping, um, it's a new 5013C uh, nonprofit. You can, by all means, Send me an email, find out a way that you can support us. Um, but it's all about sowing into humanity. I love it. That is amazing. All right, everybody. So check out uh, his website. Again, it's one Lee W uh, J U A N L E E the author dot com. Check out his book, check out what he's doing. And thanks again, Juan, for joining me and I'm sending everybody much, much love today. Bye. Thank you.
Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker or my website, marlamartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.